Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special holiday edition of I'm Probably Wrong About Everything. We rounded the crew up together and thought that we would share a little holiday message for you, the listener, and thanks for all the support you've given us this year. Um, I know it's been a difficult year, and we want to thank you for your time. I hope you enjoy. Happy holidays. Uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered. This is an open mind. You're listening to I'm Probably Wrong About Everything. Hello and welcome to our holiday wrap-up episode of I'm Definitely Home for the Holidays. We have with us Bobby, our audio technician, Keenan, our analyst, uh, and target audience who tells us when we should or shouldn't put something out there into the wild web. And Jesse, our video technician and social media master. How are you guys doing? Well, doing great. great. Awesome. So good. So good. If you, if you see the video, we're all dressed in our different festive outfits here. Uh, Bobby is wearing a, a nice knit sweater from his great grandmother. Full Norwegian. Full unisex. Norwegian. And unisex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody can rock it. So yeah. I thought it'd be a good idea. Well, Jesse thought it'd be a good idea to wrap this up with sort of what we've learned and, and, and to thank our audiences, our listeners for what, uh, what they've meant to us um, and, uh, and what doing this show for them has meant to, to us as well. So what have you guys learned in, uh, in 2020? Bobby, you go first. I'll volunteer. So Canadian. Right on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's good that you came to me first. Cause I got a little something for you guys. Cause I've been doing some thinking and like, you know, you like, you got like the Marvel superheroes, you know, they're people too. They probably like sports. They got their favorite sports teams, right? Right. So I had a thought the other day. What would happen if they dressed up as their favorite sports team? You know, you got like, uh, you got like Iron Man down there. He's from New York. So, you know, he likes the Knicks, likes the Islanders, or the Mets. You got uh, Thor, you know, he's a Viking. He loves the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Hawkeye. He's from uh, Iowa, which was a weird one, but apparently they have a, a, a college sports team called the Hawkeye. You know, that's their colors there. Oh, oh. You got uh, the Hulk. He's uh, he's from Green Bay. So, you know, he's big green. Is Bay. he actually he's from Green Bay? Well, he's green, so right. I imagine so. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that, that you can't beat that logic. Yeah, Rob, this one's going to be your I favorite, it. I think. But uh, Captain America with his little uh, star in the middle of the shield there. He's a big He's uh, a big Dallas Cowboys fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I always knew I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> America's team. America's team. Uh, just for everybody's uh, research of purposes, Bruce Banner is from Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Wait, no, it says Iowa. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> So, so what is it that you learned, Bobby? What did I learn? I learned that 
Here, I'll give you a little backstory. So I've always been kind of somebody that cares for the people. You know, I've always wondered what other people are thinking of me, what other people want. Right. You know, so I've always catered towards that kind of aspect of my life. It's usually towards other people. And I've kind of like through COVID and stuff, I've kind of realized that uh, I have some time on my hands, so might as well work on myself. And uh, I guess kind of learning who I am, kind of like, really, like finding out what I actually like, you know, worrying about myself, I guess is kind of what I'm starting to learn. I've learned, so I play guitar, but I've kind of just played it, not really like enjoyed it, enjoyed it. So over this time of just being alone all the time, we have a jam room in our house. So we just, I just usually just play guitar all the time. I've gotten actually quite good. I've surprised myself how good I've actually gotten. Um, I always thought 10, I was just like, hours. Gonna, what's that? That's the 10,000 hours. That's my favorite game. Basically, yeah. yeah. I think I'm at 1,000 now. Yeah. But yeah, I just, um, I've learned that I don't like drinking anymore either like binge drinking. I don't know about you guys, but during COVID, I was just getting absolutely piled. Like three, it's it was windy every single day. To the wind. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least 18. Do you remember house parties? Do you remember house well, parties? I remember. I remember. Yeah, years ago. Well, the online one. one day with our, a certain friend of ours. Yes. That was, that was the one day I did a house party. And uh, when, when he went offline and then came back on and was passed out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you could never chase so that he, down. Yeah. We knew he was alive, but we also knew the dangers of house party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do miss house parties. Those are great. Yes. But uh, no, just, uh, yeah, I've learned I, I don't like drinking anymore. Like binge drinking. I mm. love drinks. Alcohol is good. It's delicious. What, what did you learn about binge drinking? Like, why were you binge drinking? I enjoyed the escape, mm-hmm. you know, the mental didn't escape. have to be my, I don't have to be myself that night or sorry, I guess, I guess, I guess, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I get to release my real self when I'm drunk. Cause I just don't give a shit about anything. Mm-hmm. So I can just go buck wild. And then I don't have to care about the next day because I'm hung over on the couch and just get to watch TV all day. And I kind of realized that, uh, you know, say if that happened on a Saturday, then I'd lose my Sunday. Monday would suck. Tuesday usually sucks. And Wednesday, maybe I'd get over it, go back to my regular self, and then start drinking again. And it just became an endless cycle, more drinking, more sitting around doing nothing. And then I realized, yeah, I should probably stop doing that. So I stopped drinking, at least been drinking. It's been wonderful. Good for you. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I do find that, yeah, with alcohol, there's like a mental fog. Mm-hmm. That it kind of this cloud over your mind that you always have. And yeah, as, as you guys know, I, I used to really enjoy my liquor. And uh, I too have cut back. Keenan, how about you? How's yeah, your it's thing? Actually, um, it's funny, Bobby, you talking about all that stuff because it sounds similar to the things I've also learned too throughout this year like just on stuff like self-reflecting and all that stuff and then not drinking and actually just yesterday at my work um, one of the 
companies they had donated um, some beer right to us so they gave it away and I was one of the names drawn and it was our, there was a six pack for four people and I just gave mine away to the guy that was next to me and they're looking at me like what you don't drink and when you say that to people it's like sometimes they take it as like oh there's something wrong with you you know like like oh you don't drink oh you must have some problem or something and it made me think to like if you are the one that doesn't drink then you are like the outcast of society because like now we look at it as like if okay hey man like uh, if i'm if i'm getting married like let's drink if i oh man i'm i'm upset i just got divorced okay i want to have a drink or you know whatever the case may be examples like that right it's just people they see it as like an escape like you were saying like mm-hmm. they they just want to use it as or sometimes as a coping mechanism or a way to have fun or something but sometimes you don't you don't need alcohol to do all those things right and i it's been it's been actually three months now um and i haven't i haven't had a single drink but you don't you don't need it to, to do all those things you know um so that's a good point you know that you were talking about there about the not drinking and congratulations on, on three months by the way what's that yeah, that's great congratulations on three months by the way oh thanks man yeah it's uh i think three months in a week that's so not yeah, easy that oh but yeah there's some guys i tell them i work and they say like oh man like yeah that's awesome or good job or something like that and um other guys are like oh <laughs> oh you're so weird man what's wrong with you but you know what that's another thing too is that i learned i'm not doing it for them you know this is something you do for yourself so you you shouldn't worry so much about what other people think and thinking about that too on so, social media and all this stuff and the way people portray themselves is like we're so hung up on seeing all these things how perfect everybody's lives are because that's all we see but the thing is we don't actually really know what's going on behind the scenes how something can be or someone can be going through something or they can be you know like just completely the opposite from what they are sharing for people to view that might so i thought about that too and I just um, it just made me think about the things that I'm, I'm trying to achieve in my life right now and because I'm trying to portray you know if I'm trying to portray myself like to be like this perfect livingness you know luxurious lifestyle you know might not be really the way it is behind the scenes you know so that's something that I thought about too you know so just this whole But like being able to work throughout this whole COVID um, pandemic, I've been fortunate, you know, because my work, they had never shut down. There's um, been times we actually had to uh, wear masks now because the owner was worried we were going to be shutting down because other companies like us have been. So some things have been a little bit different, like we had to have safety meetings about it and stuff like that, but still been lucky we didn't have to shut down because... Mary and my girlfriend actually stopped working for, for a few months, so that was tough for her. I was off work for like half a year, Un- unwillingly. Right. 
Yeah. Well, and and so Jesse, what have you learned in uh, in 2020? Well, I kind of want to recap on uh, what these previous two gentlemen have said. Um, kind of going with what Bobby did into Keenan and then into myself. Um, there's two things that I kind of picked up from what you guys were talking about. And one of them is that when you start making changes like that, that are positive in your life, that's when people start pushing back and saying it's weird. That's when everyone says, what are you doing? Uh, you're, not, you're not part of the norm anymore. So now you are this person that is abnormal and people look at you as such. They look at you as weird. And hey, Jody. And um, the other thing was, I think we all needed an influx of the things that were making us unhealthy to show us why we didn't. Like we needed to be able to drink as much as we wanted or eat as much as we wanted, or you know, smoke weed as much as you wanted, whatever you were doing, whatever your addiction was. Um, COVID gave you an opportunity to kind of obsess and do it all the time. And now that we're all kind of back to life, it's realizing that that person, that binge drinker, that person that was eating pizza or junk food all the time, that not, that's not what really makes us happy. And I think because we had an excess of it during COVID, it kind of just it helped us realize that, that we don't actually need those things to be happy. And they actually, in the end, make us more unhappy, make you leave more empty and more broken at the end of the day. And that's why you continue to go back to those habits. So um, for myself, I kind of had to get back to the things that were actually making me happy, that actually set my soul on fire and, you know, gave me true happiness. So like during COVID, I, I, I became a bit of a stoner again. I was playing video games all the time because, you know, what else are we supposed to do? Uh, the government's telling me to stay home. But uh, I just realized you woke up one day and you just feel fuzzy. You don't know what day it is. You're like, you're just kind of, what's the point to life? There's no real meaning. It's just kind of, we're going along and we're waiting for things to get better. But the mental health and everybody's um, ability to kind of react and just adapt to society is just draining because everyone's just staying at home and doing nothing. So I started writing again. I started playing music again. Um, started working on this podcast again. I was a little, uh, I was a little out of touch and not really involved for most of COVID, but I wasn't really involved with anything. So, um, I think that COVID's just kind of, it's taught me that you got to know what your priorities are and it showed us what our priorities are and you got to focus on those. You need your why to be something that makes you feel like life's worth living. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's 100%. Excellent points. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think. And you know what? If I may add to that, that's a good point too, you said that's a scary thought when people start to think there's no real meaning because yeah. if people think there's no meaning of life, like it's not that they may not believe in nothing, but they just may start to believe in absolutely anything. So like, yeah. I know actually someone did talk about that on uh, one of the shows and they said, there's, there's no right. purpose. There's no meaning to life. They called they called it the Church of Absurd, right? But mm. don't want to go too much into that. But anyways, it's it is something that you think about is that like with everything that's happening now, it's like what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with my life? 
there there's no meaning like you just feel empty there's no purpose to your life and all that stuff but anyways rob i'll, I'll let you go ahead man well i you know to to dovetail off what you're saying there is uh you you have to find your meaning you have to find purpose whatever that may be for for jesse it's you know it's music and writing you know bobby got back into guitar uh keenan i you you have goals that you're always working for i mean you guys all have these things that are tangible that you can go after and that's what helps you guys get up in the morning right i think covid showed a lot of people the things that actually do like it gave people an opportunity to find those things and discover something new if it wasn't something you did before it was maybe you picked up uh learning how to knit or maybe you tried to learn esperanto or uh maybe you know or another language maybe you just whatever it was you were trying to find something new and um for anybody listening if you feel like you don't have any meaning or purpose that is a hundred percent not true. And if you just, you're having trouble trying to find it, just keep looking and, you know, keep trying to find things that make you happy and bring you joy. And if it's just a video game that brings you joy, if that brings you true happiness in life is like play world of Warcraft or something, as long as you know, you got a good job and you're taking care of yourself then do it. If it makes you happy, do it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I love that movie, uh, uh, disaster film. Have you guys ever seen that? You mean the disaster artist? Disaster artist. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Great yeah. film. And he's like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Super. send it. That's yeah, yeah. Send Full it. send. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, it's been, it's a chance of, we live lives of distraction, right? Like, you know, yeah. phones, technology, TV shows, Netflix. There's so many distractions now in our lives. And I think that having an opportunity to just be with ourselves, uh, that has been a challenge for, you know, millions of people, literally millions of people and accepting that challenge and saying, okay, you know, I'm with myself. What do I want to do? Because time is not, it's not a renewable resource. Right. So in the time that we have with our lives, what are we doing? Right. Which, which kind of brings us, I mean, now we're at the holidays uh, and, and now maybe more than ever, we're seeing the importance of family and friendship and connections because we're not all so readily available to access those things. So what do the holidays mean to you guys in, in 2020? Bobby, you well, go first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get to go first again, sweet. Um, well... <clears throat> Christmas is one of my favorite days in general. You know, I get to wake up, do my morning routine, you know, just like everyone else, screwing the light bulbs, you know, turn on the shutoff valve for the running water, let the dogs back inside from the night before. Yeah. Um, but it's like an opportunity to, it's an opportunity to. Uh, Bobby doesn't actually know. leave dogs outside all night. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just an opportunity to 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 be with your family. I know, uh, you know, I myself, I still live with my family, so I'm forced to see them every day. But there's always something special about Christmas where you just kind of, no matter what's going on in the world, you just kind of like put it aside. 
and just kind of hang out with your family and just live with them. You know what I mean? Like really, really in, in, enjoy an experience of like, you know, I know gift giving for me, at least I don't really care for it, but there is something special about like giving someone something, even if it's small hand knit, knitted, like, like this sweater. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, a different energy that comes from, from Christmas. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's something special for me. hundred percent, man. And you know what? I love that you said that the gift, the gift of giving and the experience of spending time with family. I feel like what's happened with me this past year makes me view a lot of that differently. And I feel like a big part of that too is because of, of Mary. I'm like the way I see my family, like she was really able to put things into perspective for me. And now because of that, I feel like I'm starting to cherish the time I do spend with my family a lot more than I did before. And another thing about what I was saying about the way we view these things like of luxury that think like that makes us, you know, like good people, like people that it's what they want to see, but materialistic things and all that stuff is, is not really what I'm about anymore. So like, it's not that I don't want to, I don't even want to get any gifts. I just more also wanted to spend the time with my family. My mom arranged something, you know, for us to like, you know, spend some time together. And I feel like to me, like that's more important than all the gifts and stuff like that. And there's actually something that I'm going to be giving to my brother that, oh, there's actually Miriam right there. <laughs> hey, Miriam. Go ahead. Come see. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about how she's the ultimate that. Cute. come say hi oh, yeah, that, that's what christmas is all about right there hello hello hey. jesse robert and bobby good morning <laughs> well done good morning that's funny i was actually just talking about you thank you <laughs> But yeah, there you so, go. like I was saying, um, yeah, now that we have this time off, that I get time off from work mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like, I feel like quality family time is much more important to me than, than it was before, you know, just starting to view a lot of things differently. <clears throat> and I just feel like I'm not so worried about, like, the you know, the negative things that people are going to see that's going on in my life. Right. That's, that's what's real for people. Not everybody isn't perfect. Right. So like people, they, they shouldn't feel the need to have to portray themselves as that is what I'm saying. And I just yeah. can't think. There's a big people, difference between yeah. followers and friends. Yeah. 100%. Yes. And I feel, I feel like we're starting to lose touch on that a little bit, you know, mm-hmm in this world you know we're we're always so hung up on these fancy things and these glamour things you know luxurious things all that stuff so yeah man like we look on the little things like spending quality family time together you know like that should be something that's up there it's like what's most important in life you know and it's tough telling that actually to people at work when they say things like, oh, family time's overrated. 
you know, they're like, oh, we got two weeks off. You want to spend time with the family? Nah, it's overrated. Like, oh man, hearing that, I was like, was that me? Was that, that used to be me? Like, no, oh, right. man. Like, <laughs> I'm just glad it's not anymore. So, yeah. you could take you know, things for granted, right? Yeah, 100%. So, I'm just glad that's, uh, that's not me anymore. So, it's, it's a, it's a lot better. So you feel a lot better about yourself too when you start to think like that, you know. When you when you realize you have everything you need, you know, you have enough, right? Yeah. What about you, Jesse? Well, um, I don't know if you guys remember this story, but uh a little girl woke up on Christmas and all of her presents were gone. And she went outside and all of her neighbors, all of their presents and all their, their lights and trees and gifts were gone. Because a man in green had stolen it the night before. But they decided that they were going to sing together instead of cry about their lost gifts. Mm. Because maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas means a little bit more. And I'm probably, we're probably going to get copyrighted for that as well. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. To actually be serious about what I'm saying, um, Christmas, obviously, at the end of the day, means nothing to do with materialistic things. Um, I've actually, for a long time now, kind of tried to buy experiences for my family rather than materialistic objects, like Lap we'll go out for a wine. Yeah, well, like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but no, we'll go to, like, wine tasting, or we'll, uh, yeah. we'll I bought my dad uh, plane tickets one year to learn uh, how, like, flight lessons. We never actually went on, but um, we will eventually one day. That's cool. But yeah, it's kind of just moments matter more than things. Because at the end of the day, when you're old and gray and you don't remember any of this stuff or you don't have any of this stuff anymore, all you have is your memories. And I think to take it a step further, it's not just um, like family is obviously who we spend Christmas with. But family is also who we're starting to trend towards only being kind to. We're not really being kind to our neighbors anymore. We're not being kind to that, uh, you know, you see a homeless person on the street and maybe before you would have donated some money or given some food bank or something. But now we're all so worried about COVID that everybody's kind of just, it's me and my family and that's all I care about. And I think we just need to really remember that everyone matters and everyone is, we got to consider everybody as family because at the end of the day, like Keenan said, you don't know what's going on behind the behind the veil. You don't know how t- tough some people have it. I've seen people's engagements break off. I've seen marriages break up through COVID. Like it's not been easy for anybody. And um, you just got to remember that your kindness will come back to you and just try and even if it doesn't, just give it. Like it's more important to give the kindness than getting it because that's what makes you feel good. On Christmas, that's what makes you feel good. Not the not the present you got. It's the present you gave. That's that's great. You know, I, you know what I hate about Christmas is the rush. That pisses me off so much. Like rah, rah, people cutting each other off in traffic. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? You you clearly yeah. do not understand what the point of this is. Wait a minute. <laughs> Here I am cutting people off in traffic, right? So yeah. That's something that I'm getting away from this year. I mean. You know, you're supposed to 
there's all these things that you have to do right during Christmas, you know, you got to get the tree, you got to do this. And it's like, why, why are these have tos, you know, why aren't these things because that society I, makes it that way? Right. Why, are, but why aren't these things that I want to do or that right. I get to do, you know, and um, with, with my young family, it's like, it, it's, it's fresh blood in, in, in my veins in terms of, you know, what this means to me and, you know, getting somebody a gift card while it's a very nice gesture, it's like, there's not a lot of thought behind a Starbucks gift card. Whereas like you said, Jesse, you know, this experience of, I want to go flying with my dad, right? Like that's what it's about. It's, it just comes back to the quality of time spent with the people you care about. Right. And, you know, hopefully that's something that we can, we can get back into and, yeah. So yeah. I guess for the record. Yeah. For the record, my sister loves gift cards. She oh, like okay. She asks for gift well, cards. Well, Mel, I know what I'm card. getting Mel for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she'll love you. I'm going to get her an obscure gift card to like somewhere that she would never go. Like that, you know that, you know, that really, what's Don't that cheap, Claire, uh, grocery store? No, the cheap grocery store in Alder Girl, what's it called? It's like oh, fresh no go. frills. No frills. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get it. Yeah. A fresh co gift card. $15. Oh, oh, thank, thank you. You so, can get so much there for $15. Really? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Anyways. Great, so, so. No, it's fine. <laughs> what, is, what is your guys' message that you have for, for listeners from you know, everything that you've picked up this year to. You know the holidays in general. What what message do you guys have for listeners? Okay. What I, I do I I've written some some stuff down. All right. Oh, okay. he's written a piece. Wow. I have. No, I. Uh... All right. So here's what I got. Don't take life too seriously. Find the good in people. Live in the present. Be grateful. Stop make up. Stop making up stories in your head that you think are real, and just. Just enjoy. Just enjoy life. Find find your passion. Find what what moves you, and just just go do it. Hell yeah! yeah. Well said. I like that. What about you, Keenan? Yeah. So basically, yeah, just be happy with with what you have, and mm-hmm. just remember, like like what brings what truly brings you happiness and it should be something that's outside of something like materialistic thing i don't want it to be like some sort of like tangible object or something but something besides that like think about where else you can get your happiness from like just remember people love you people care about you you know and if you're stripped of you know everything you had you still have that right? Because that's not something that can be taken away from you. You know, that's something I never really thought of before. So I feel like it's been a really powerful message for me. So I hope people can also use it the same. Because I'm telling you, when you reflect on everything and look back on your life to where you got to today, and if you're not happy with something like that, then it's the future, what lies ahead, you know, it's not going to get any better. You know, you need, you need certain things 
in your life that aren't just objects. You know, you need to remember that there's more to life than that, you know. And I feel like people don't, we don't find happiness as easily anymore from those things. So we need to start to remember that they're out there and we just need to, we need to find them. We need to grab a hold of them and never let them go. You know, I hope that message makes sense, but it works for me. So I'm hoping it can work for everyone else. That was, that was very well said. Yeah. Almost like he wrote it too. <laughs> wrote it up here. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's, so. that's, that's a real message when it comes from, you know, yeah. the head and the heart. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, as was Bobby's, he just wrote it down when it came so out. It's, a <laughs> something that it's happened to me. It's happened mm. recently. I want to share it with everybody. That's all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. Well, um, I think that one of the biggest lessons that, or one of the biggest messages we should have for people is the reason that we started this show back in uh, February of this year was that we were able to, or we wanted to be able to admit that we were truly wrong about a lot of things and we didn't always know the answers, but we were willing to learn from people that did and start the conversation as opposed to shutting the door. And so moving forward, 2020 hasn't exactly been an easy year for anybody. I'm not, that's been said so much. It just, it's redundant, but um, 2021 is, it's not like it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows. It's probably going to suck for a little bit too. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying that moving forward, we need to be able to have conversations with each other and be able to talk to each other and create a good community because when the world shut down and we were focused on all of our materialistic things, we were all miserable and depressed. And all we're complaining about and all we really want is community and all we want is to hang out with our friends and family again. And so that shows that community is truly what's important. But we're not going to be able to have a community if we can't have these conversations with each other and just create a positive environment. Like, I need to be able to say, I like this, but you like that. And that's okay. Like, you know, you're, uh, you're, you practice Wiccan faith and I'm a Christian or you like the Seahawks and I like the... <laughs> I don't know, Eagles. Cowboys. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll never get over that fight. <laughs> yeah, so just, it's, and that's, it's okay to have those, you know, friendly fights, but at the end of the day, like, we're not friendly. It's okay to, we're, we're okay to say that uh, I'm right and you're right, or I'm right and you're wrong, and it's just, you know. That's a good point. Being able to I may add to that, actually, yeah. there was a great man that once said, and I hope I'm saying this correctly. He went by the name of Aristotle. And he said, uh, an intelligent mind should be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. So yeah, that is a good point you make because just because you don't, someone doesn't like a certain thing and you may like it and you guys want to talk about it, you should be able to talk about it. <clears throat> you shouldn't, you should be able to think about it without having to accept it just because mm -hmm. you may not like this team or whatever the issue may be or may disagree on something or about this pandemic or whatever it is, if someone's view is different from yours, people should know that they got to be able to talk about it. Right. So that's a good point. You made. Yeah. It's not about yeah. being right or being wrong, but just yeah. listening and 
and understanding. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear my dog? No. Not anymore. Good no. time. Totally. Yeah. If you can, let me know. I'll go run and get her. <laughs> well, all great points. It, it Was that... Did you have more to add there, Jesse? Or oh, no, sorry, no, yeah. that's that's good. No, 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 no. no. That, you didn't come out. That was that was good. Yeah, you added a little name to it, and Aristotle, and make it all sound a little more fancy. Yeah. I like it. I hope. I just hope I said it right. No, uh, <laughs> hey, I, yeah, yeah. Hey, we might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely in in the people that I've spoken with, and you know, from all walks of life. There is, I, I hear the, the spirit of humanity and, and how resilient people can be. And the other thing that I love about the people that I've been so privileged to speak with is that, you know, these are people that it's just, they're doing something that makes them happy or they're doing something that gives them purpose and meaning. And in our lives, that's what it's about. You guys have all talked about these points of, you know, in, Right here and now, are you doing something that is meaningful, uh, purposive to you, right? Because it's not forever, right? And if you're going to live your life thinking like, oh, people might think I'm stupid because I want to get into uh, drama or acting. It's like, well, those aren't, those aren't people you need in your life, man. Go do what you want to do. And there will always be people there behind you. And that's why I'm so thankful that I have you guys in my life because you guys have supported me when maybe other people would be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, that's so stupid. Everybody else has a, as a show, you know, you guys were there and you're the, you're the, you know, the backbone, the, the muscle, the, you're everything to this operation. So I thank you guys so very much for your trust in me and, and encouraging me. Thank you. Um, and, and that brings us to our last question. Uh, what is your guys' favorite moment in the podcast this year? Um, okay, before I start, I just want to say that I actually do listen to the podcasts. <laughs> we do. Yeah. But like, That's good. No, like, like, no, but like legitimately, like I, yeah. I look forward. It's, it's part of my, my weekly routine of like, okay, I get, I get to listen to, I'm probably wrong about everything. It's not just like a, yeah. I don't want to call it a job. Yeah. But Damn like, it, I have to listen to this. No, it's not that I have to. I get to. That's that's exactly. like an enjoyment that I, I I love the guests that we have on. Like I, I truly believe in in what we're doing here. But um, yeah. in terms of my favorite moments, so I was painting in a bathroom, my regular job, and I was listening to the uh, the sandwich Nazi one. Uh, Rob wanted me to listen to it before we we even thought about airing it. And I got 12 minutes in and I phoned him and I was like, <laughs> Rob, we, we can't, we can't air this. Right. <laughs> With all of his like sex capades and he's going on about, you know, you've, you've probably heard it. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, 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 just keep listening. And I was like, I don't know if I can, but I did. And then it turned out that there was an actual feel good story. And it, it went much deeper than just uh, some guy's sex capades. And uh, that was my favorite moment of just telling Rob, like, no, we're not doing this. And then turned out to be one of our uh, best episodes. Yeah. So I was what definitely. Best episode? 
Thank you for your perseverance. The suffering I went through. Yeah. What about you, Keenan? What was uh, what was your favorite well, moment? The sandwich Nazi was it was so funny, man. Like it was it was good. There was touching moments in there too, right? Obviously, and you know it wasn't all just a comedic thing, but for the most part, it was funny. But yeah. That one was was a big learning uh, experience for me as well. Hundred yeah, percent, because I was I, caught. I mean, this is all live, was, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You saw that. I yeah, like just seeing his reaction, and there was some deep stuff mm -hmm. in there. Um, <clears throat> that was hilarious. I haven't laughed that hard in a while while listening to something, <laughs> so it was good. There was another thing though on um, an episode you did with Marcel. And I felt that one, that one was so, it, it, I was able to relate to it so much that mm -hmm. I just felt like it, it touched me the most because he said something that I actually felt also. And I almost started to cry because it's like, you, you're when, because he was talking about, oh, you want to be, <clears throat> you want to be that funny black guy. You want to be, you want everybody think you're funny and if you say something about it when they make this joke whatever you're you're not going to be that guy anymore so to me like when I had that experience like I just was I was like it just moved me so much that like I even brought it up with my mom and I showed her stuff about it and she wasn't happy either about <clears throat> um the things that they weren't choosing the show in the school board because you know there was a certain book he wanted them you know right to bring up and ghost boys yeah and they didn't do it and and now now kids video. when i was when i was in elementary school i i sorry i saw that i i watched it i seen i'd seen what happened to that boy and i remember i was only in grade six or something i think and my mom was was big in a you know Black History Month, my grade six teacher was also, so he made an effort of doing that. But I just, I feel like it's, uh, I can't say too much about it because I don't work in the school board, but I don't know. I, I, From hearing that, it sounds like maybe that's not stuff they're choosing to show or talk about these days. And just about talking about him, <clears throat> about the things he went through when he was trying to fit in and the stuff he thought about it made me realize like, wow, like it's like, I'm not the only one. Like that's something that's really happened to me. So that's, uh, that's one thing big time for sure that stood out for me a hundred percent. I even messaged him about it saying like, Hey, thanks for sharing that big time. Like that, uh, that's not something people talk about these days anymore. Like, you know, people who want to stay Sheltered, they only want to show the good, you know. So being able to talk about stuff like that, it's good. It's good in order to see in the world now, you know. Stuff that's stuff we need, for sure. So sorry to like go from transition from something like that, oh, funny to that. But, I I appreciate you know. That. Yeah, but is, yeah, uh, the sandwich Nazi doll episode was hilarious. So I'm not gonna lie. Well, it's <laughs> the great thing about our show is uh. We can go from those sad moments to uh, really happy, funny moments and kind of bounce all over the spectrum and really just 
I, I, that's my favorite thing about the show, honestly, is we don't have a niche where you talk about everything to everyone. And I've learned so many new things about like Hell Planet. I learned that there was a planet that literally has like liquid rock in the liquid air because magma. it's so hot. Magma. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have episodes like Levy Newman where we have a guy come on and literally break down in the episode because he's going through such an emotional experience in his life where he was put in a prison system. And um, then we have, you know, people just coming on and like this home for the holidays special as it's been kind of, it's, it's been really eye-opening in a lot of different um, points of view of mental health and, you know, communicating, public speaking, um, equanimity, if I said that word properly. Just equanimity, like, very good. Yeah, that, there, thank you. Um, that's been my favorite thing is just, you know, like we, we keep being told that we need to be in a specific box and we need to only release episodes in this box. And I'm just grateful that we're just continuing to push against that. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to change the world, man. No, nah, I love that. Gonna, I, but we'll, we'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. One well, episode at a time. One episode yes. at a time. Yeah. Well, I, I know that for myself, if I did the same thing every day, I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you have to yeah. talk about uh, meditation for the rest of your career. It's like, nah, that's not going to work, man. No. no. For, for me, the coolest moment was I grew up. Uh, I love uh, pop punk and autopilot yeah. off was literally one of my favorite bands. And when I was like 14 and I just love that, that band. And then uh, I messaged them and then I was speaking, I did an interview, a podcast with the lead singer of the band and hearing his story. And now I'm, I like message the guy all the time and stuff. And it, that to me is like, well, if you would have told me when I was 14, that one day oh. I would be talking with this, with my favorite band. I would be like, yeah, you're, you're out of your mind. Right. But now in, in, in our society, yeah. in our day and age, we can use technology to communicate with almost anybody. Right. So, I mean, the, the whole thing has yeah. been an amazing experience and, you know, I, I did touch on it on how much it means to me and, and thank you. Thank you, the listeners. And thank you guys for, for helping me, you know, for helping us. Oh, you bet. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much to everybody listening. Like it's, I never thought I would be part of something like this. Like I never thought that uh, I would be having people message me on the, in my personal chats or just on the, you know, the, the group chat on like our, our page saying just thank you so much for that message. It was so inspiring. And like, at the end of the day, we just, we, we want to help people. We want to kind of, help people learn a little bit more about stuff that they might not know anything about. And it's, it, that's such a rewarding feeling because it's not only helping me, it's helping everyone else too. Mm. So thank you guys. Well, thank you, man. Um, I'm just glad I do get to be a part of it, you know, so happy to be here, man. I work, I work with amazing people, man. I'm only here because I'm getting paid. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> You're getting paid? I mean, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not going to talk about contractual agreements. Oh, we're not. Oh, we don't talk about don't that. Call, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's after. <laughs> so on the next episode, we go into arbitration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, from all of us here, um, and, f- you know, from my family to, to yours, the listener, I, I know this has been a difficult year, um, but hopefully it's been a year where you've gotten something out of it, something meaningful. And I thank you for being with, with us in this journey. And I can't wait to, uh, to continue being on this with you. So thank you very much from all of us at I'm Probably Wrong About Everything. Any last words, boys? Rock on. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Kwanzaa, Yule, Hanukkah, all those different ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when is Yule? <laughs> uh, I think that's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, we might need to talk to Nikki Rapture and then uh, I think it's the Wiccan religion. Oh. Or Wiccan holiday. Yeah. Yeah. That is part of a Soldier Boy song. All right, boys. We're out. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. That's Sophia saying thank you for listening. Day. We wish you, from all of us here, and I'm probably wrong about everything, a happy holidays. And we'll see you soon. Thank you again for listening. I'm Robert Grant, and I'm probably wrong about everything.